Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and this is a short episode on the topic of financial review, looking back to last year and reviewing our financials, cleaning them up, and preparing them to turn over to our CPA or our tax preparer so that they can prepare our tax return for last year. If you don't, if, if you're one of those business owners and you're not alone that doesn't have any kind of a system like QuickBooks to manage your financials, you're, like I said, you're not alone. So don't let that be a source of too much uh, frustration, although I know it will be. But use this as the opportunity to change that. Get yourself organized. Get yourself using a tool like QuickBooks so that it makes you that much better at managing and puts you in a position to better grow your business. Uh, it, QuickBooks comes in all ranges and sizes and types. I use, for example, the online version of QuickBooks, the basic online version for my wife's travel consulting business. It's a pretty simple business as far as the transactions go. And for $20 a month, we get an online cloud-hosted solution that works great has electronic integration with uh, our bank accounts. So it's very easy to pull those transactions down and get them accounted for. So I encourage you, if what you've got is a stack of receipts and, and maybe some bank statements, hopefully at a minimum, what you've done, and if you haven't, this is the year to do it. Hopefully you have a separate business checking account and a at least a separate debit card against that checking account. I like the idea of also having a credit card that is under the business name and only use it for business transactions. That not only gives you some float on that money, but makes it a lot easier to track those transactions and have those electronically download into a tool like QuickBooks. So assuming you've got everything in QuickBooks, I'm going to make that assumption here for the rest of this conversation or whatever tool you're using. The first thing that I look at as I'm reviewing the previous year is my P&L, my profit and loss statement. I like to run the, the uh, simple uh, summary P&L. And I like to run it in the tool, in the tool like QuickBooks because it's interactive. I can drill down into a particular category and see what is rolling up to that total amount. And that's a great way to do it. So the first thing I'm doing in the first pass is looking for what we call coding errors and any uh, errors that we've made in assigning a particular expense typically to the wrong account. So we'll go through there. And I'll see that, you know, I bought a computer, let's say, and that's in the office supplies account. But really, that should be computer hardware, right? So you'll clean those things up. And then what you'll find either already in QuickBooks or in whatever tool you're using, if not, then create an account. Uh, you can call it a accountant review or CPA review. And what we do is we assign anything we're not sure as to what category it should be in whether it should be an asset or an expense or 
Will I be able to write all of it off or not? If I have a question, then I'll classify those under accountant review. And those are things I'll have a conversation with my CPA about very specifically. But at least I've narrowed it down to just those items that I just don't have the answer to. So that's what I do. I walk through the P&L. I look at the major categories. I'm looking for anything that doesn't look right. I'm drilling into the details of each of the major accounts, certainly if they add up to something significant, just to make sure everything got coded correctly, meaning that the expense was put in the right bucket or the right account. Anything that I'm not sure about, I'm going to flag for the accountant, as we talked about. And then I'm going to start comparing. Uh, ideally, if I've been doing this before, that I'm going to compare to the previous year to see how I did compared to last year. And that's both from a revenue perspective as well as expenses. Expenses are an important one because you can see where maybe uh, we got off off on a track uh, that we're not supposed to on expenses or we're spending too much in one area, maybe spending too much in overtime labor or marketing or office supplies. So you want to look at those things. We, we have to, as small business owners, make sure that we're carefully monitoring our expenses so that we can keep those in line and drive as much of a profit as we can, right? If you had any kind of a plan for the year, and ideally you did, and if you didn't, hopefully you will build one for this year. I like to build a quarterly plan for those key areas that I'm really trying to track. Now, what do I mean by that? Typically, most of us are going to have some kind of a goal for how we're going to increase revenues, ideally, for this coming year. I like to break those goals up by quarter or whatever your business cycle might be. Some businesses have very unique business cycles, like in the car wash industry, our, our winter in Colorado anyway, is our busy season. Um, with the yogurt shop, it's the opposite. It's the summer season, as you would expect. So I want to be able to compare, uh, not just on a monthly basis, although I am looking at things monthly, but on a quarterly basis gives us a better view to see what trends are evolving and how I'm comparing to my previous year and to my goal for this year. So how do you compare to what your plan was? Where did you spend more than you wanted to? Start to identify those things because I think that's what then leads into or should lead into your planning for this coming year. Now, you know, ideally, you would have done the planning for this year in December, but the reality is that for most of us, we're busy with uh, doing what we're doing for the business and we usually don't have our, our financials in order that early. It'd be nice if we did, but January is the time to do it, right? It's the time to set your goals if you haven't already for what's coming. Uh, what are you planning for anyway for this year? We'll do a separate episode on that topic, how I go about planning. So what other areas that I look at specifically? I mentioned things like office supply. I mentioned labor. I mentioned, I didn't mention cost of goods sold. Marketing is another one. Those are typically the big categories that we need to look at and monitor. If not uh, monthly, then certainly on an annual basis. The problem with waiting until the end of the year to look at it is it's too late to do much about it, right? But what you can do is identify a problem area, like let's say we ended up spending too much on office supplies or more than we should have, then that might be a particular category or expense category that now in this coming year, I'm going to track monthly so that I can stay on top of it. And it is amazing 
how when you measure something, you can have an impact on it. And so it becomes a focus. It becomes one of your KPIs or key performance indicators that you're going to track in the coming year. Now, if your business has receivables, so people pay you after the service or product is rendered, then of course, you know, uh, it's critical to you business that you manage your cash flow. And if you haven't been doing that, at least on a monthly basis, then, then you really need to do so because you're really exposing yourself to hitting a cash flow challenge that you can't overcome. And that kills a lot of businesses. So your aging report is another key one. How, how far back, how far back in arrears are your clients? Are they paying on time? Do you have problem clients that you need to address? Uh, you have to look at that if you are a business that has receivables. For those of us who deliver services, that's a big challenge because we're delivering that service, incurring the cost, investing our hours, and then getting paid later. We have to make sure that we are collecting. I think as a business owner, if you have receivables, collecting from your clients is at the top of the list of their your most important responsibilities. If you have inventory, like in our frozen yogurt shop, we have inventory of food items. Uh, the end of the year is a good time to look at how much inventory on hand do we have. For example, earlier last year, we identified that we were probably carrying too much inventory. And in our case, we can receive deliveries from our vendor up to twice a week. So it wasn't like we were having to project that far out. We needed enough to maybe if we missed one delivery because of weather, have enough inventory to cover us for the rest of the week. But there was no reason to cover certainly a or carry rather a month's worth of inventory. So look at that very objectively because inventory is where we can tie up a lot of cash that's not doing us any good. And it's exposed because our raw materials, our inventory can spoil or go bad or go out of season. And so we want to minimize that exposure as much as possible. If you're in retail, this is the time of year, of course, to decide if you've got inventory that you're going to mark down or write off altogether. And so this is the time to make some of those decisions or maybe identify that as an item that you're going to discuss with your CPA. Speaking of taxes, there's an episode that I recently released where I got to interview Diane Gardner. She's been on the show a couple of times and she's a CPA and a tax expert. And that was episode 207. I encourage you, this is the time of year. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to episode 207, which she identifies there is some of the key changes in the tax laws that happened last year that impact us as small business owners. For example, uh, entertaining clients, there have been some significant changes on what we can write off there. Although she just recently updated, Diane Gardner did that, there has been clarity on if we take somebody out, let's say to a football game as entertainment, we can write off the meal, but we can't write off the tickets. So those are things that have changed that you need to be aware of. Now, you don't have to figure all this out. That's what your CPA is there for. But you need to at least identify at a minimum the questions, the areas that you're not sure about that you need to have a conversation with the CPA before they prepare your tax return for last year. At the end of the day, what this is about is you have to know your numbers, your financial numbers as a small business owner. It always amazes me, but, but I get it, but it always amazes me of how many small business owners I talk to 
And if I asked them, what was your profit last year, your profit margin in particular? In other words, the percentage of what came in in sales or revenues, what percentage of that did we keep in profits before federal taxes? That's usually referred to as your profit or your profit margin when it's expressed in percentages. It amazes me how many small business owners don't know that number. And that's primarily because they're not using any kind of a tool, at least not effectively, like QuickBooks to manage their financials. And so at best, and I'm sure you can maybe resonates with you, you're looking at the checking account at the end of the month and seeing how much cash is left over. And that's kind of how you're judging the financial health of your business. That's got to stop. You have to get a handle on your financials, even if what it's going to tell you is bad. I get that. And it's, I look at it as it's very similar to how we feel about our personal financials. When we're in debt or things are not going well, or we know we don't have enough money. We kind of want to bury our heads in the sand and not look at it because it's so overwhelming and, and disappointing and depressing. But I assure you that what will happen in the way of a business and even in personal finances is once you get your arms around it, once you understand what it really is, I venture that you're going to have a weight lifted off of your shoulders because now at least you can identify it and make some decisions as to how you can correct it. So trust me on that. Stop putting it off. You need to know what your revenues were for last year. How did it compare to the previous year if your business uh, has been along that uh, around that long rather? What were your expenses in the major categories, especially if you've got raw materials? And then what was your profit margin? How much money did you make? How much money did you earn out of the business? Now, that's not always what we take home because sometimes we might need to leave some of those earnings in the business to reinvest in the business. But you need to know those numbers. Why do we need to know those numbers? Well, first and foremost, it's the ultimate measure as to whether we're being successful in a business. And what I find over and over again is people will just toil away, work their butts off at a business, keep putting money into it. And what they end up with is a lower, harder working job than the one they left to start this business. And nobody wants that, right? So at some point, we've got to be honest with ourselves as to whether the business model is wrong, whether we need to make some fundamental changes. Maybe it's the hard decision, which is we have to close this business and move on. But that's better than continuing to throw money at a business that may not turn around. And you don't know that until you know the numbers. Second reason is it allows you to compare yourself to others in the industry. Depending on the industry, that data might be more readily available than in other industries, but you can certainly begin to compare with others. You don't have to share the details of your numbers with anybody. But that's why we speak in percentages. You know, so my profit margins last year were 22%. Well, I can talk to somebody else with the same type of business that maybe is or isn't my competitor. And I can compare, how did I do? I can look up industry averages. I can search on Google and find a lot of that type of data on a lot of industries, right? So you can begin to measure, how am I doing with this business? Am I getting as much as I can out of it? Or am I, am I needing to revisit some things? Those are the, some of the reasons, two of the key reasons, rather, why you need to know your numbers. So my biggest takeaway here is that if you, if you don't have your numbers organized, this is the time to start doing it, your financials, I mean. 
this is the time to implement a tool like QuickBooks. And if you do have a tool like QuickBooks, if you're the type of business owner who says, well, I, I'm not good with the numbers. I don't, I don't look at the financials. I want to challenge you on that as well. As small business owners, while we don't have to do that necessarily, at some point, ideally, we delegate that. But certainly either when you're very small or when you're starting out, you must be intimately knowledgeable of the numbers because that's the true measure of the health of your business. Now, once we get a little bit more established and we delegate that, or maybe our spouse helps us with that, or maybe we have a, a bookkeeper, we certainly have a CPA who's going to perform our financials, excuse me, our tax returns. That still doesn't relinquish our responsibility as business owners to know what the numbers are and then to plan from a financial perspective for what we're going to try to achieve in this coming year. Yeah. All right, I mentioned a couple of episodes, or actually I mentioned one episode. I want to mention another one. The first one I mentioned was episode 207 with Diane Gardner, and that was on a tax update, an important episode to listen to. And then the other episode, a little bit farther back, episode 153, Paul Nelson, who's my CPA, one of my CPAs, we had a great conversation with him about small business accounting in general and some of the typical issues that he sees. So those are two great episodes that I would recommend, episode 207 and episode 153. So again, I challenge you to get a handle on your financial numbers, understand what they were, even if it's you know not going to be good. The, the more you know, the better you can then put your arms around it and begin to address it. And it also is what puts you in a position now to more effectively plan from a financial perspective for this coming year. So if somebody asks you, what were your margins last year? You should be able to answer that question. If you need help with all of this, if it's financial help specific or specific to how you're going to account for a certain expense, whether it needs to be a capitalized item or an expense item, or what can you deduct or what can't you deduct? Those are definitely all conversations that you need to have with your CPA or tax preparer. Narrow that list down, obviously, as we talked about as you go through to clean up your financials. So have that conversation with your CPA or tax preparer. If you want to have a conversation just in general about how I go about reviewing the previous year and then planning for next year, then I invite you to schedule a free business coaching consultation with me. And it's really easy to do. Just text the word bizcoach to 31996 and I'll send you a link where you can easily schedule a free consultation. So that's bizcoach, B-I-Z, C-O-A-C-H to 31996 and I'll reply with a link to schedule your free consultation. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez. We release new episodes every Monday morning and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com.